Hey everybody, this is me, Rob Benedict, uh, coming to you for uh, what we're calling episode three of And My Guest is Richard Spate. This week, I have a real treat for you. Uh, a young man, my guest, goes by the name Dick, Richie, Rich, Richard, Richard Spate Jr. Hey, Rich. Hey, Rob. Ah. Uh... Man, you know, How are you? I'm good, and I, you are uh, a, you know, you're a craftsman, an artist, uh, and I. So I'm, I'm curious. How did you come up with the sort of subtitle episode three for this one? I heard you say you're calling this one episode three. Where did walk me through that process? That's a great question. I like that question. Um, you know, it's the third episode we've done, so I really felt like three really encapsulates it. But also, it's metaphoric. Because there's you and... For... There's you and me and the episode. That's three. So I really felt like it was a coming together of ideas. So what you're saying is you and me and the podcast, we're like a family. I, obviously, the father figure, you're definitely the mom... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then our our little baby show. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you me you me and the podcast makes three. My God. Hey, uh, podcast, how you doing, buddy? Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, been better. Uh, why 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 does our little bitty baby podcast sound like a seventy five year old Jewish man? Exactly because that because it would. Ah. Um, hmm. uh, maybe a good time to tell the listeners uh, if you're just joining us. This is Rob Benedict with Rich Spade. Um. This is your thing. <laughs> um, you love you love making it sound like it's an old timey radio show, and I'm going to tell you, I love that bit. I've seen I've seen and gotten personal feedback that people love the bit that you do, where you act like uh, we're on old timey radio, and people might have just tuned in, yeah, uh, in their car or you know, yeah, at the gym. They're just tuning in. And people love that bit. And I'm here to tell you, people, it's not a bit. Rob doesn't know what's going on. He's losing it. Well, he I thinks feel we're like, doing a radio show. Yeah, I feel like this is our uh, Good Morning Vietnam, sort of. Minus all the horrible things about war and stuff. But you know what I mean. Good morning. Oh. <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, that's, not, uh, that's not terribly stupid. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, whew. I didn't know what you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were like saluting no, the flag. No, there, there's something about that that is, you know, man, you know, not to go on a, a downer rant right out of the gate, but how bummed were you when you found out that Robin Williams took his own life? Oh, God. I mean, it was horrible. Horrible. It was, de- it was devastating. I'm going, to tell, I'm going to tell people something. If you're a Robin Williams fan, which, by the way, if, you're, if you are not a Robin Williams fan, if you have never watched a movie... That he did at least one movie, something. Yeah, you know, but good not morning, like Vietnam. the one, not the one where he played a clown. Dead or Poets like, Society. Watch, you know, watch Dead Poets Society. Watch Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, and then there's that. What's that one that uh, Moscow on the Hudson? Great movie. So all these movies he did, they're so great. N- uh, nine months playing these cameo roles. Uh, one hour photo, so great. Yeah, he's in all these movies. If if you can't find one thing you like about Robin Williams, one one thing he's done that that you don't like. Just shut off the radio right now. You know what I mean? Like we we're not your podcast because yeah, I mean we need we the are listeners. a Robin Williams. Do we? Because not if they don't like Robin Williams. Well, 
I'd rather we do this. We have to this. pay our advertisers. <laughs> Alpo. Um, no, I, uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, Robin Williams. You sound so, Robin- so much like your father-in-law when you do that. <laughs> well, that's, we found our announcer. Steve yeah. Hayes oh, here. God, totally. Um, Let's get Steve to record, Steve Hayes to record our, our intro, introducing our, me. Our Alpo commercial? Oh, yeah. It, or Rob just Benedict. an Alpo. Yeah, or just, uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Benedict. Um, Rob, so, how the hell are you? And then, and then it, and since it's taped, he just goes away. I'm good, Steve. And you? Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> um, no, back to my point. Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he took his own life. It's a terrible story. Yeah. And then on the heels of that, and then it shook me because I grew up loving him. And you never, you never want to think of your heroes as being in that much pain. Although all people suffer the same afflictions, we're all susceptible to these things. Um, yeah. But I was gear, I was steered towards, and I don't remember who recommended it to me, but I was steered towards Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, to fu- yeah. to listen to the interview he had done with Robin Williams. Um previous to that incident, I mean, by a year, I don't know, somehow Mark had gotten an interview with him, which apparently is hard to get. And it's a phenomenal, archivable interview. For starters, I love love Mark. I think he's a smart, super smart guy. Uh, You know, wields his comedy like a blade. He's just so, so clever and, and on it. And he did this interview... With, with Robin Williams, and Robin Williams was so open and honest, and I mean, as close to having a conversation with Robin Williams as I will ever get. And Robin Williams talks, does this, it's, I want to say it's a bit, but he talks to himself about wanting to kill himself. He, just, he, he launches nice. into this whole thing about when he goes dark, how he tries to talk himself out of it. And it Jesus. just was so moving and gut wrenching, and I was in New York. Oh my God! On a on a job with with Tyler, you know, uh, staying with Tyler Hayes, my cousin in law, and our mutual buddy, um, and just laying in the living room, and just sobbing, just listening to that story. Wow! Just, what a brutal story. So I recommend. I don't care if you're a Robin, Robin Williams fan or not. You should be listening to Mark Mar- Mar- Mark Maron's podcast. And secondly, find that episode. Go find that episode and listen to it. It's it it's meaningful and it resonates and it's you know like I said I wow. think he I, he captured Robin Williams like you don't capture Robin Williams if you're Johnny Carson Jay Leno Jimmy Fallon you know that that's not that's him doing an act that's him doing a bit Mark got Robin Williams and it's worth hearing right wow that's amazing I, I had no idea that existed go find um, it go listen you'll be glad that's awesome and, and nice and nice. Nice little plug for Mark Maron. I think that's important. Dude, you know, he needs to He's so talented, that guy. He's one of those guys you're like, yeah. I mean, everybody from that era, I know like a lot of guys came up the ropes, the stand-up comics, sort of these like vanguard comics. Uh, uh, yeah. I think Mark's just a, a little bit older than we are. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they're just edgy, kick down the door, Jim Gavigan, uh, Bill Burr, uh, Mark Maron. You know, he's edgy, right. super smart. Super funny guys, yeah. And I feel like, oh, Louis C.K. was part of that group. I think before you, before it all went pear shaped for him, 
I think he was sort of classified well, yeah. as that sort of you know new age. You know, this is going back twenty years. Mark was one of those guys, and, and I and I went to see Mark do stand up comedy because you know who's a huge Mark Maron fan. I know who told me to listen to the podcast. Now I know it was Tim Amundsen because Tim is a massive oh. Mark Maron fan. Massive. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Tim called me. I think Allison, his wife, couldn't go to a show in Pasadena. He's like, Rich, you want to go? And I went, and it was however long Allison his set go, was. And I, and I wasn't available. Obviously. He went down the list. There was James Roday had a thing. Um, you know, he did. <laughs> he ch- checked every box. The entire cast, yeah, of every show he's ever been on. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. And then finally, he's like, well, I guess I'll just go by myself. Oh, wait a minute. There's one more dusty <laughs> phone number here in my phone. Um, I was gonna say we Remind went to the show. We went to the show, and it was it was as pure a performance as I've ever seen. Because Mark, I, you know, I don't know if this is what he always does, but it wasn't like a planned bit. He sat there, and things mm-hmm. came to him, and he said them, and he went down this dark road. Yeah, that yeah. was hilarious and edgy and poignant yeah. and spot on and uncomfortable at times. And he'd weave around yeah. and come out of it, and it was just. It's like watching. It reminded me of when I went to see Eric Bogosian do a play. It was oh, I went wow. to, and I was a massive. Well, yeah. Still, I'm a massive Eric Bogosian fan. But when you know oh, the yeah. early plays of Eric Bogosian, man, I, I yeah, and I got to see radio. him in Los Angeles. Talk radio. I went to yeah. see him do uh, pounding nails on the ground with my forehead when he came to L.A. and I was a student and got like cheap student tickets and you know wow. Mar- just I, I had the same kind of feeling that it was you're just watching. Yeah. A master freeform artist do yeah. what they do really well, and you can't emulate that. That used to be one of my favorite things to do uh, in LA. Right, that that's what made me want to when I started uh, doing stand up. Is I would watch this show called The Uncabaret um, at, at Luna Park, and I the idea was that it was all comics that were successful at that time: Bob Odenkirk, uh, David Cross. Um, um, Andy Dick, uh, and they would do, they couldn't do their bits. So they literally would read off a, of, off of their journal or they'd talk about whatever. Like that was my favorite thing. It was them off the cuff and it was hilarious. And it was really in the, at the end of the day, they were working out new bits, but it was hilarious because they were, you know, it was just super funny that's and awesome. in the moment, you know? Um, and that's what, that's what I started to do when I did stand up. Uh, that's what I did. I would just talk about my week. Um, but it's just hard to maintain that. For me, it was hard to maintain that. I was never going to be a bit guy who did, you know, and this is my bit about the circus. I just wasn't that, you know. So I went back to acting, but uh, I yeah. got to meet a lot of great people. It was it was a fun time in my life. Um, um, Rich. I lost you for a second. Hold on. Oh, guys, this is an awkward. Where are you? Time to have lost him. Shoot. It's always when I get to talk, you know. I tell a story. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to keep <laughs> talking here. He, but he had no, I, he had no um, response. And then, uh, hmm. and then, I just the, my phone just went beep, beep, beep. Like, call me back. He says, "Lost you." Yeah, no shit. I'm waiting for Rob to call me back because I lost him. Jesus, I'm calling him back. What a nightmare. I think AirPods. No. Oh, my headphones. Sorry, guys. You, you didn't. You should. Damn it! Did that did that just happen? Richard, where I try you and oh, for fuck's sake! And... Sigh. Um. Go again. 
All right, here he comes. He's coming back. Sorry about that. Jesus Christ, man. Um, I, I know exactly where you were, so just keep going. Well, I don't know where I was. I don't do know when dog. I lost you. All I know is I I'm told a story. You. I finally, I get to talk. I'm going to tell you. I, I had the mic. I yeah. told a story that meant right? something to me. Would it great? Crickets. And yeah. then your phone just goes, beep, beep, beep. That's it. And I was like, oh, great. My phone didn't like the bit. You're a jerk. But you got you, you to gotta redo the bit because you said something about not doing circus doing bits. You said, I'm no acrobatics. I was, doing I'm not gonna I was just do... telling a, the, you know, an honest story about when I did stand-up. And you know, I just wasn't that kind of stand-up, the kind of stand-up that had bits. And I'd go you know, every, every night and do the same bits. I just couldn't be that kind of stand-up. Right. But I couldn't sustain the other one. So, How many years did you do stand-up? My friend John Quaintance and I, who's now a, a comedy writer, uh, like most recently wrote... Uh, on Will and Grace. He's awesome. So funny. And he and I had a comedy show we would do once a month at Luna Park um, called Die Laughing. And we did that for maybe two years every month. And then we started sort of, you know, doing it once every several months. We'd go, hey, we're doing a Die Laughing show. But we had Zach Galifianakis was in most of our shows and, uh, and John and I and whoever else, you know, we could get. Um, but he knew a lot of comics. And so he you know, he would have them come in. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was great, man. It was great. And Zach Galifianakis is like one of the funniest people I've ever seen. So funny. Man, I I love him and I love the show Baskets. So, so funny, much. dude. I, I because of your recommendation, I start, I started watching that. So I'm I saw the first season. Okay, so I have this is my this is Robin Rich's Lockdown recommendation. Rob, play the lockdown recommendation theme Here we song. Go. I'll give it a second. It's the entertainment lockdown recommendations. Exactly. And so well done, Robbie. Thank you. Um Lockdown Entertainment Recommendation Baskets. Watch yeah. Baskets. Start at season one. So funny. It's so funny. So funny. It's so funny. There were laugh out loud Zach moments. Plays uh, tw- twin brothers. And oh both the brothers are amazing. One of them, one of them is inexplicably southern. I, I never understood why. <laughs> that's right. Twin brothers and one. Oh my god, that's <laughs> southern. <right. laughs> and then his mom is Louis Anderson. Is his mom and is amazing. Louis Anderson, who won an Emmy for that yeah, role, yeah, or either an Emmy or Golden Globe, Something, but, but yeah. won an yeah. award for that role. Amazing. And and then our our mutual friend. Yeah. Giles Dunning was the DP oh. on season two. Uh, the the girl I've met way back in the day when I was doing stand up. The the woman who plays his sort of like friend. Ah, oh, she's so funny. Uh oh, we got a Frank sighting. Come here, Frank. What's up? What's what's the update, Frank, from the outside world? Mom made meatballs and then she burned her finger. Mom made meatballs and then she burned her finger. Does she need and help? Butters having toast. And Fletcher's having toast, so he's just skipping. Wait, the whole wait, thing. is she injured? Is she hurt? Is she hurt? Do I need to go tend to her finger? No, but it, it was it was really white and it had like a little hole. Ow, that's no good. Um, you want to go ask your mom if she if she needs me to come in there and come back and tell me. By the way, I like your robe. He's wearing a robe. He's wearing a robe. What's he wearing? What's paint the uh, what's the whole picture? Frank on it. Is it robe robe over pajamas? It, He's wearing, yeah, pajama bottoms, he goes shirtless, and, and a robe that says Frank. What a baller. Yeah. Fucking, that's... Frank doesn't... That's, he didn't fire blanks. What a pimp. Just rolling in his PJ bottoms, no shirt, and a robe. Here's the deal. Uh, Talking about... Mom made meatballs. Cala- calamities in the kitchen. <laughs> Mom made meatballs. 
<laughs> burger finger. And what was the other thing? Somebody's eating a cookie. Uh, and then Fletcher's eating toast. <laughs> Fletcher's eating toast. Oh, hold on. Here, here's, here's Frank with a recap. Come on in, Frank. What's up? She said no, she's good. She's good. So mom does not need help with the burn finger. No. Okay, that- what's, what's next for you? What's on the agenda? Nothing. All right, we'll go nail it. Close that door. <laughs> I'll go nail nothing. What do you say, uh, Robbie? While you're at, while you're writing, he goes, "I'll go nail nothing." Um, while you're writing your theme song for Robin Rich's uh, lockdown entertainment update, yeah, write write a, uh, uh, and now here's news from the outside world with your with your host, host Frank Spade. Yeah, you got it. Um, <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> oh, what a pimp! I love him. He just is there. rolling in in a robe. Here's what's up. Mom burned her finger. And by the way, in case you missed it all night long, the robe tells you the story. My name's Frank. <laughs> um, what else? What else would you recommend? Well, I'm watching. I, I watched, obviously, me and the rest of planet Earth watch Tiger King. Oh, my God. So amazing. Um, so amazing. Yeah, it's great, man. Like, what a bunch of bizarre people. Bizarre you know? people. Fascinating people. That, my favorite person in the documentary you know is the guy who I think he was, like, homeless that he t- took in and became like one of the premier, like the manager of the zoo, the guy with the long blonde hair, that scene where he's in, uh, intoxicated. I, no, I know. Oh man, I do it. So I know talking to a, a there's a stuffed tiger on the, it, it's crazy. Crazy. Uh, I, I mean, there's a lot that I was fascinated by in that documentary docu-series. Um, the thing that JC and I just couldn't wrap our head around is every time they cut to the Tiger King singing, yeah. he does, you know, country album. The videos, which just look like they were shot not on a phone, because that's an insult to phones, look like they're really poorly done. But and, he, and he's prolific. He's prolific. He's got so many albums, dude. He has so many albums. But what's weird is not a terrible voice. Like you kind of expect no. him to be a lot worse than he is. Yeah, and. Yeah. Because his voice is way up here in his nose. He's like, yeah. I'm I wrestling tigers all day long. I don't care that son of a bitch. And then the songs are like, I got tigers in my yard. Yeah, and they're deep and resonant. I'm like, where's yeah. that speaking voice, guy? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should bring yeah. it down from here. I started talking here. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it would change totally. everything. Totally. Oh, oh, my God. And then that. Oh, man. Hold on. We got another update from the outside world. Hold on. Frank update. Here we go. Frank. News. Bring me the news. Hit me. Mom has a question. Oh, what's your question? Um, how long are you gonna be in here? Mom, <laughs> uh, big big fan of the podcast. <laughs> Wants to know how long I'm gonna be in here. Um, tell her. Tell that her me- that Rob. No, no. You give him a message. Message. You tell him that okay. Rob said. Tell him Rob said as long as we need to be. Oh, hold on, Fletcher's, oh, Fletcher's here to back this up. What's up, Fletch? News from the world. Frank Spade and sometimes Fletch. Wait, what are you doing? I'm recording a podcast with Rob. What are you doing? Wait, are you recording it and then it's going like, to go out live or something? I'm recording. It didn't go out live. We, uh, we're going to, Rob will edit it together and it'll go out to, to the people. Who? Uh, to people, the people who want to yeah, listen to the podcast. Anybody who wants to listen to the podcast. So what, what can I do for you? It's going to be no one. Thanks. Thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. Okay. Um, so what's up, Fletch? What do you need? Uh, I need Frank. You need Frank. Okay. Well, Frank, you've been summoned. And then mom... Oh, hey, Frank, wait. Rob had a message. Mom, mom, makes, him, 
Rob, right, yeah, and she burned her finger. I got the update, yeah. but he, Rob has a message for you to give to mom. Rob says, we'll be out here as long as Rob damn well pleases. <laughs> and until this episode is finished, until Rob says we're done. We're not done until Rob and, says we're done. Tell mom that. And then P.S. And then P. P.S. Just kidding. Too late. He's gone. I'm so scared of her. I'm so scared. I'm fucked. What? The machete? Come on. The machete's What's scary about the machete? Just, she's going to... We better talk fast. She's going to pull the plug. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> not a, um, not it's a, oh, so what, funny. Hold on. What's up? Hold on. Butch, what's going on? Okay, uh, last thing. Um, oh, yeah. Bye. I love you. Oh, I love you, too. Will you close the door? Yeah. Thanks, pal. Yep. Aw. Wow, Batch. family goal, family goals. I was Facetiming yeah, with uh, my friend uh, Paul. You know Paul, a uh, little folding money. Paul, our, our sure, southern friend. Sure, I do. And uh, with the kids, and he's like, "Have you?" He's like, "Did you?" Because we were Facetiming with it was him and us and the Chiltons, our fr- uh, Hank, who was on last week. Oh, uh, his family. Poop-gate. And so, and yeah, so Hank, he said to the my kids, "Have you seen? Have you heard the podcast with Hank? With Hank in it?" And you know, my kids looked at the screen like, "Huh?" <laughs> you know, same as you. Like my family, not not so much. Not our biggest fans. No, they hear me talk enough. Exactly. Plus, um, there would be a lot of there'd be a lot of dad. Oh, dad. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. No, there'd be of uh, uh, oh, the eye rolling and the. Is that what yeah. people your age think is you funny? A, you have a of. teenager. You you have a teenager. Is your teenager showing signs of teen angst or teen like ugh, Malay? God, dad. Like, Complete malaise, um, yeah, and ennui. Um, Teenology. Yeah, he, you know, he goes in and out. That's Steve we're talking about. He goes in and out of it. He uh, be delightfully youthful like he's always been, and then just crank up the stink out of the blue, which I guess is just the process, you know. Yeah, Calvin is my son. Calvin is uh, he's uh, sixteen, and he he definitely does it big time. But you can. You can bust his chops about it, and he'll laugh. You know, he know if you calling him out on it, he 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 laughs. He's aware of yeah. his teenageness. Um, Rich, uh, what else? I was asking you, what else would you recommend? I mean, you you're great. Uh, you have good taste. I trust your taste. You well, can approve by I'd, the taste master. That's that's. Uh, I didn't I, I didn't know you had a whole machine going on over there, but I I got a machine. Yeah, I invented a machine. I, I gotta be honest. I'm I, for a man who works in entertainment. I'm woefully uh, uninformed. I'm I'm behind. That's what it is. I mean, because obviously we work a lot. We're on the road a lot, and then I have three kids, so I don't get to watch. Oh, a ton I started of stuff. watching you. Well, thank you, buddy. I started watching you. You know what? I'll watch you. I've just your episodes. Just all you. Your episodes. How did of you? How are you? Just so I know, so I can know what to wear. How are you watching me through which window? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, just the bathrooms. I got ladders and cameras. Right. Honestly, that's where yeah, I do my best work. Yeah, I know. You're telling me. Um, <laughs> that's where I shine. No, I watched. I watched your whole career. Uh, it took um, uh-huh. an afternoon. Seven, and um, I guess I, I was going to say seven <laughs> minutes, but uh, thanks for the no, uh, no. But uh, I watched the show you on Netflix that you recommended. Oh, man, Beck. It's creepy. Huh? Yeah, but yeah. Beck. She's pretty. At, at season one. Pretty. Um, uh, I haven't seen season yeah, two. Cal- season two Calvin takes place in L.A. Spoiled. I said season two takes place in L.A. I haven't seen season two yet, but it takes place in our very own Los Angeles. Yeah, I hear it's good as well. Um, what, did Cal- what did Calvin spoil? 
Tell me now. He, I'm not going to tell you because if I tell you, I'm going to spoil it for all of our listeners. Oh, don't tell me now. Tell me later. Um, you almost told me. You almost did it too. Don't tell me what I told you. Don't ruin it. You don't ruin me. for me what I ruined for you. I don't so want to know what I ruined. It. You ruined it, and you're blaming me. No, I'm, I don't want to be re-ruined. I've I've become pristine again by my forgetfulness. And if you tell me, you will re-ruin something that I, I could experience all over again, like new. So don't do that to me. Um, if, I, if you're just I, joining I'm us, watching... this is Rob Benedict. I'm with Rich Spate. Rich. Uh, here's another question the, for you. Trying to, try to get another, the bullet in my revolver. <laughs> <laughs> you can't shoot me because I'm a mile away. Um, so here's a question. I, uh, I've been adhering to the wear a mask outside of the house rule um, yeah. that they instilled here in Los Angeles. I even got a text yep. from the mayor saying, yep. strongly recommended you do this. And yep. I t- did it day one. I got that. That text. Yeah. I went on a run around uh, the reservoir that you and I both knew, live near. Yes. And that day, which was like last Saturday, I got weird looks, and there were maybe thirty percent of people were wearing masks. I got some weird looks, and it was it was weird. Like you're a weirdo, and also weird. Like they're in fear of me and because of me. Right. It was really bizarre. It, but then today it sounds like I you were jogging past people who know you. You know what? Before the show started, I kid you not, I wrote in an envelope th- th- prediction of what I think Richard would, Rich would say in this episode, and you just said it. That was honestly, I knew it was during this part you would have a joke about. Well, like who doesn't wear a mask around you, though? How how, how is that different from real life? I knew you'd make that joke. I'm so predictable. Make that joke. <laughs> you win. You win. Um, That's what you're so, like Johnny Carson. You. Uh, I must have been running yeah. around my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you um, for the uh, up-to-date uh, reference there. <laughs> the timely, timely comedy reference brought to you by you know, Alpo. I was thinking that, though, I, on a separate, on a, just a tangent here, I was thinking that exact thing the other day I was going to say to you on this podcast, which is I can't reference a night, a talk show host, a nighttime talk show host, without saying Letterman or Carson. Like, that, I just, I, I can't, you know what I mean? I can't even think, even though I know the guys, and they're all great. I don't know them personally, but, like, you know, the Jimmys and yeah, the other dude. Um, Maybe, yeah. They're all great. I, I, I agree. Just, I agree. They're not iconic, like Letterman, you know, well, Carson. I think it's because we, it's, I think, I think everybody, like, uh, this is my thought. If you're somebody who enjoys comedy, like you do and like I do, and you watch comedy on TV or on uh, the internet like you you do and I do, I believe that you have your sense of humor comes of age watching certain comics and certain things happen. And so you it's like the mixtape you loved when you were 16 becomes probably your favorite band until you're 40. Yeah. And it's it's just that. That's why you and I still like R.E.M. It's like we remember that time. Yeah. Well, also because they're a great band. But for me, it was it was them and it was uh, Letterman. Carson, Letterman. and then also, Letterman, and then also Saturday, Saturday Night Live for me. That's too. what I was going to say. Everybody has a cast of SNL that they think is the funniest. Yeah. They're like, oh, that cast. Totally. Nobody can touch totally. that cast. And, and everybody yeah. thinks it's their cast, whether it be the Belushi cast that my in-laws loved, uh, right. the Julie Louise Dreyfus cast, the Eddie Murphy cast, the Will Ferrell yep. cast. You know, you kind of yep. go up the ladder. 
And somebody out there is like, oh, the, the Andy Samberg cast, that was right, the golden right. era. You know, and you're like, was right. it? Right, right. But that's just because we were aged out of that, of discovering it. When you discover right. it, you feel like you're discovering somebody, because it's usually somebody your age on SNL, and you're like, ah, they get it, man. How do you feel about the Anthony Michael Hall, Robert Downey Jr. phase? <laughs> Dude, and I watched that phase. Joan Cusack, yeah. Joan Anthony Cusack, Michael Hall, Cusack, yeah. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember who else in there. Maybe Tim Kazarinski. I think Sarah Silverman uh, was on there for a hot bait. Sarah Silverman yeah, was on it, there for a split second. because when Lorne Michaels stopped. He left. And I can't remember yeah. the guy who took it over. The guy who used to run sports uh, took over. Used to yeah run sports at NBC. Uh, his yeah. name's like Oppenheimer or something. It's a longer name. Yeah, he took over and I'm Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid was on there. Oh, oh my god! Here goes exciting podcasting while Rob Google's. Everybody wait. Okay, here I'm. I'm, I'm looking it up. Mm. Who ran SNL? Oh boy. <laughs> Are you typing it on a typewriter and mailing it off to uh, NBC, and we'll just wait for the response? <laughs> oh, please. Tat, rat-a-tat, rat-a-tat-tat, rat-a-tat. <laughs> Ding! Um, <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Don, Don Ebersol. 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 Hold on, I misspelled it. I need my white out. Uh-huh. It was Ebersol. Dab, dab, dab. <laughs> Ebersol. Ebersol. Um, yeah. That was worth it. Hey, Ebersol. Speaking of Wikipedia. So, hold on. Just... But hold on. But hold oh. on. Before you go, before you move on, I, I, hold that thought because. Okay. I had a great segue, though. Sarah Silverman. That's all I wanted to say. Because Sarah, I remember seeing Sarah Silverman and thinking that's one of the best looking people I've ever seen. And she, she was also, on there for a hot minute. She'd also do the Uncab show. She is oh. the hottest. The funniest, just, I want to be her boyfriend. You want to buy her coffee? Slow it down there, Chief. I mean, I mean, um, buy, her coffee, buy her coffee. I mean, I mean that's what I meant. I, uh, and I, I, got got to, to, I, I got to meet her a couple years ago, and she's a lovely person. I got a Sarah Silverman story for you. This is going back a million years. Did you ever do an episode of JAG? Were you ever on that show? Y- yes. Yeah. Everybody our age did an episode of JAG. Because it was all yep. young military guys. Yeah. And oh, hold on, hold on. Here's a news from the outside world delivered by Fletcher this time. Fletcher. News from the world. Frank Spate. And sometimes Fletch. No one wants to know when you're coming in. No, I don't want to know anything. You Are you still it. doing your you thing? Yeah. Mom, you're getting mad on a podcast. This is going out to the people. <laughs> this is so amazing. This is, this is the best. This is the best radio ever. Best. Best press radio ever. Wow. Fletcher came in, Frank stormed in, and then JC came in with an empty plate, and I thought she was going to start swinging, so of course I ducked. (laughs) And she, like the vaudeville hook, just hooked the boys and dragged them out, and it was magic. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Uh, machete. Yeah. Man, what an appearance to have on the show, too. Like, I said nothing of the sort. Come with me, mister. <laughs> oh, boy, uh, you got something coming. Wait oh a minute. Man, I'm oh, man, so, so I'm doing... I did JAG. You did JAG. I didn't I did do JAG. JAG. I, I want to clarify. Oh. I did not do JAG. I did a okay. different episode of television with Catherine Bell, who was the lead in JAG. 
Yes, another phenomenally talented, wonderful, uh, very lovely Beautiful. lady. Uh, Beautiful as but well. Yeah. I, so I did an episode of JAG, and Sarah Silverman was in the episode I did. We had no scenes together, nothing. And she wasn't a yeah. household name at the time. She was an up-and-comer, as they were, Yeah, as, as uh, you say. And um, I saw her at the catering at the lunch, and I, you know— there's nobody worse with the ladies than me, and there's no bigger knob than I am in social I, situations. I, I beg to differ. I'm pretty awful. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Maybe you and I would, would have been vying for failure in this situation, but I oh, remember you thinking- would have been a, You would have been a stud compared to me. You would have liked to hang out with me. Oof. Well, that's a, that's a horrible insult to you, because I was just- I decided I'm going to go. I didn't want to ask her out because I've never randomly asked a girl out in my life. But I was going to say hello. I was going to introduce myself and say, hey, I enjoy your work. You're very talented. I was going to say something along those lines. And I couldn't get the nerve up to even get near her by the salad bar and pretend just to be using tongs to get out the romaine. I couldn't. She, had, she sat at a table. <laughs> None of us knew each other. or any, We didn't know anybody. We're guest stars. It's a lonely yeah. world, the guest star world. I couldn't even bring myself to walk over near the table where she had seated herself to even say, hey, you know, pretty dope lasagna, <laughs> eh? Right? You're going to go for dessert? Well, or, the, yeah, me neither. Yeah, and the fact is you've – I've actually seen you. You're, you know, you're a married guy, and so I think now that it's safer because, you know, you're married, I, I think being married makes you – more confident around yeah, women. Can, I mean that, right? Yeah, you can walk up and talk to anybody because you're a married dude. I see you're you, harmless. Yeah, I see you now, and you're like, you're like, you know, you like the women like you are with the men. You're very, you know, social, and you'll go up to anybody. Not so much when you're Sarah Silverman on Jag. You know, yeah, that ain't dude, happening. She's. I did uh, Masters of Sex with her, and I had a similar. <gasps> she was in the makeup chair next to me, and I was just like. I just couldn't say anything. And then oh I ended up doing a, li- a live comedy show with her like oh, later, about a mu- month God. later, and was able to talk to her. But she's Thanks for the and- invite. Uh, yeah, no, she's, she is so talented. And that's the other thing. This I, is honestly, I hope, smart- I, wish, I hope somewhere I have an email that's me saying, hey, will you come to my show? And you're like, ah, I got a thing. I, it's, I swear it. it's you're probably right. Down. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but in, in my defense, I had a thing. Um, I, I really... Think she is whip smart. So, yeah. remember that whole like I, I slept with Matt Damon video back and forth she had with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, oh my that. god! Yes, yes, yes. And then he right. he yeah, did yeah. I'm I'm sleeping with Ben Affleck or you know something like that. Right. And it was so when, funny when they were together. But, yeah. Yeah, they were together for a million years. It, it it's she's just so smart, so edgy, so interesting. I, honestly, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just always enamored with super bright, funny people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you had a I segue. You you, I, I, I cut off your segue. You were. I uh, was going to say, we were, I looked up on Wikipedia uh, yeah? the, an, the answer to all my questions. And something happened to me this week I wanted to share with you. I haven't shared with you yet at all off air. It came to my attention that on my Wikipedia page... Uh, you know me. You know me well. I have two children, two lovely, beautiful yeah. children. Uh, yeah. That I, it says on Wikipedia that I had. It said that I have a third illegitimate child, and it had the name of the child, 
um, whose last name was Benedict. <laughs> what's the, the, what's the child's What's the child's name? I can't remember. I can't remember the first guy. I was so in shock. I was so in shock. I couldn't believe it. I went online to look, and I was like, "What the?" And it's from some other country, from some woman who lives in another country. Oh my um, God. And it, you know, on the right side of Wikipedia, on the page. It has like basically the synopsis of you. It's like Richard Spade, born this day, parents are this, wife, children, and under children, it says three. And then also under my personal section, it says the name of the woman, the name of the child. And I was, I was shocked. I was just shocked. I was shocked, A, that it's, you don't have to belong to anybody. You just, you can walk right into Wikipedia and change any fact on anybody. You can. I was appalled. You can. I was appalled at that. And, and I go there, yeah. I, I go to Wikipedia for most of my factual information. If it existed when you and I were in high school, that would be my encyclopedia. And right. so, uh, and, and just personally, I was, I was just like, what if, I mean, it's just, it's shocking. It just was shocking to me that someone would just do that, you know? Um, yeah, so it just really that, threw me into it. That's tizzy, super I, bizarre. Yeah, right? No, that's super bizarre. So here's my question. I, I, no joke. I, I know your tr- question. You're, yeah. What? What do you know? What? Say your smarty thing. What thing are you going to say? <laughs> I know. No, I think that you're going to say like, you know, <laughs> something no, about. Tell a me what I'm going to say. You're going to say when, um, like when. Do you have a middle name for her? I no. I, see, here's the thing. You were gonna say I was gonna make some joke about like, oh, well, I'd love to meet her, your new daughter or whatever. Like, no, I, w- I was gonna say because that's an atrocious thing to have out there, being an untruth. Is that something you're going to try to unravel, yeah. or are you just gonna say, screw it? It's the internet, which is packed full of bull crap anyway. Let sleeping dogs lie because the internet is full of crap. Uh, you know, I mean, like. The internet's a cesspool. It's an awful place. There's nothing place. to unravel. You know, there, no, it's inter- internet's full of crap. There's nothing to unravel. I mean, like, there's no, there's no, there's nothing to unravel. You well, know? that's the right attitude. Um, I didn't know if you had, if it had worked you up so much. You're like, I'm going to find out who posted. it. I'm going to have them remove it. Nah. I'm going to, I'm going to email WikiLeaks no, or it, Wikipedia. Uh, honestly, if there was something in my life that I was like, oh my god, do I have an illegitimate child somewhere? Like, but I, you know, I got married when I was 24. You know, I, uh, yeah, I just know it's not true. Um, but right. it was more that just that the idea that somebody could do that. And yeah, no, I went, I went on myself and, or I had, you know, my manager do it, go on and take it off. Um, this is why I'm telling you the, the internet is, I say it all the time from stage at conventions, that the internet is a, you know, it can be a tool for good. It certainly can. Here we are all yeah. living in lockdown, and God, man, God help us if we didn't have the internet <laughs> during this lockdown, where we could oh, yeah. do things like make a podcast with our buddy, oh, there's or a- watch Netflix. Yeah, there's a lot of good. Yeah, or communicate with the yeah. outside world, or get news, or, or connect with the world. You can see what's going on in Italy and all over the world. If you're in the States, yeah. of course, there's a lot of good. But there is an equal, if not more, amount of crap. It's, you know... Yeah. I think the internet is a is a is a cyber parallel to most people's high school experience. There's so much shit yeah. that gets thrown at you. You just try to hold on to the the couple of good buddies that, you make and the positive experiences because the rest of it yeah. is just let it go away. Yeah, yeah. No, I you know honestly there was nothing nothing to 
That's the thing. You can't go after a person, you know, someone, whatever, felt the need to do that. But it was funny when I told my manager, um, th- you know, this is up there and they were like, oh yeah, this happened to another client about a year ago. You know, like it just happens to actors, I think, you know. Oh, I, uh, I had, uh, dude, I've gotten so much hate, like, you know, I, 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 you, first of all, Rob is very savvy with the web. I'll give I'm going to, I'm going to pat you on the back for this because you've always been very smart with how you treat social media. Always been good. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know if you had a lesson that you learned early and so you were just adapted to it or, or if you just immediately sensed this is a, a open flame and I'm not going to put my hands near it. I didn't necessarily make those good choices. Right. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, it's very rare. Um, so thank you that you give me a compliment. No, I, I, you know, I'm just a private person and I'm really scared, you know, about that kind of thing. I think that's one of the reasons I really took this to heart. It really shocked me. Yeah. Well, um, Rob gave me great advice. The core, and, and there's something about having children too, you know, there's something about having children that's so oh, precious. Oh yeah. That's crazy. You know? I mean, that's a crazy, yeah. that's a crazy thing for somebody to post. A, a mm-hmm. if you, if, if somewhere out there you listen to this and you're the person who posted that F off, get a hobby, build a ship in a bottle. Do something better with your time than than go on other people's profiles and make crap up. There are more creative yeah. things to do that will bring joy into the world, like oil painting and origami and haikus. <laughs> but making up crap about somebody else you don't know just so you can say you did, because you can. You know why a dog yeah. licks themselves between their legs? Because they can. That doesn't mean it's a good idea. Oh. Yeah, exactly, Robbie. Okay. So I'm saying... <laughs> That I, early on, well, I, I would read, you know what the most painful was? I remember the, when I first started directing television, and I directed the first episode of TV I'd ever done. Supernatural episode. In 1962. We, it was called Talkies. We just introduced sound. Um, and, <laughs> and I remember Perry Mason, uh, played by a guy whose name I can't remember, said to me, oh, whatever. Um, it, it was... Uh, I remember reading, he's like, Rob's like, don't read, don't read reviews. And, and I would read the reviews and that was the stupidest thing I learned so quickly. Don't read the reviews because you'll get 20 people saying, I loved it, but they love Supernatural anyway. And, and, you know, as long as it airs and it has Sam and Dean and cast in it, they're going to be happy. And then you get other people go, you son of a bitch. One person. Yeah. (laughs) You, I see what you did. I'm on to you. I smell you from a mile away. You did that close-up of Jared Padalecki, and you did not do a matching close-up with Jensen Knackles. You are biased. You have it in for one of them or whoever. And screw you and the horse you rode in on, and may you die in a fiery ball of... Feces, and you're like, wow, that was uh, yeah. that's not the review I was hoping to read. Yeah. But that's because yeah. you re- you it, it, you exist on the internet, yeah, without boundaries, without repercussions. You can say whatever yeah. you want. You can yeah. say the stupidest thing. You can say the nicest thing. You can post a crappy picture. Yeah. You can make something up. You can tell the truth. It doesn't matter. You put it out there. It lives. You walk away. And so, well, and you know. Actors are such an uh, easy target. And, uh, I love the thing that Jimmy Kimmel does where he has people read <laughs> bad tweets about them. Yeah. Have you seen that bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so funny. So funny. It's such a fun you know, thing to do because everybody just gets 
shat on. Yeah, it's it's all it's an all it's an awful place to live. But most people, but most people aren't that way, and that's why you know we love interacting. Yeah, with people, I know. But, but here's the thing: you go there. That's the thing that you have to learn. Is you say mm-hmm. you go there for the you want pass in the back for whatever picture you posted or acting you did or directing you did or whatever song you wrote, mm-hmm. and you get that, and then you get the guy going, eh. <laughs> This is lame. You suck. Oh, man. And you go, oh. But then you're almost as guilty as the person being a jerk because if you're out there trolling for your own compliments, you're setting yourself up for failure. I mean, I'm speaking about myself here, and so anybody who's done the same can relate. But you're setting yourself up for a kick in the teeth that you can only – you only have yourself to blame because you bent over and got your – Face near the boot and said, yeah. what do you think of these choppers? And when they kick it, you can't really blame them, even yeah. though they're complete buttholes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of buttholes, um, tonight's episode is brought to you by, aren't you having a cocktail? Because I feel like early yeah. on, I, obviously, just to remind everybody, we're in lockdown. If you're, if you're going back in time to the archives, uh, this is episode three. We are in lockdown. The coronavirus, by the way, is supposed to spike tremendously this week. And so Robbie and I are doing this after after uh, happy hour. It's now after seven thirty p.m. For the first Los time. Angeles. So this, this yeah. little behind this behind the scenes info. Normally we we do this podcast during daylight, but it is in right. fact uh, nighttime now. Uh, right, just the it very is. beginning of nighttime, and you can't do that without yep. a cocktail. So Richard, I'm drinking. Nope. Well, I'm yep. drinking. I'm drinking mezcal uh, called. Alipus, Alipus, um, looks like it's right from uh, Mexico, and because uh, it's uh, Spanish writing on the f- cover, which that makes me the label, which is exciting, and uh, yeah, and and, uh, and I'm having that with some soda water and a lemon. Well, go ahead. I was just gonna say I finished the cocktail, but I had to bring oh. the bottle with me so I could read the label just now. And right. because we said before we started, like, hey, let's say what we're drinking online or on the show. And uh, anyway, I just did a little by itself because I ran out of my drink. So I refreshed right. it with just that because that's all I've got. I didn't want to leave the mic. Right. No jury would convict. Um, Thank you. My, my, uh, I went with, so full disclosure, and I think honesty is so important. Rob mm-hmm. and I did have a quick two-minute conversation before we started the podcast. We try not to that talk before the podcast because we kind of feel like the podcast is the conversation. But we did the, are you going to have a cocktail? Oh, you are? Okay, then I will That's too. Right. What are you having? Yeah. And Rob had, he's like, I'm doing mezcal. So I went and got my mezcal. First of all, can I ask you, and can I get an yes. honest answer? Did I introduce you to mezcal? I don't know if I did or not. Did I? Um, you know, it's true that I didn't really uh, drink mezcal before the convention circuit. Um, you very well might have, I, 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 you might have, you might have, I certainly had it a lot with you. Yeah, man. Well, I, I got turned on to Mescal by Baskets DP, Giles Dunning. Ah. And so I'm paying it forward. Uh, I'm drinking, this Mescal is called Madre de Mm. Todos los Muertos. Um, yes. Yeah, man. It's Mescal Artisanal. Yeah, same. Somewhere people who actually know how to speak Spanish are vomiting in their mouth. Mine's a mezcal artisanal. Yeah, right. Too. It's great. It's great, and it's really good. And I went with I went with I just do my mezcal on ice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so I had it on ice in one of my collectors Jack Daniels uh, 
julep cups. Ooh. And I have many of those. Okay. And I'm just just gonna make sure the cork still works. Hold on. That's a hold on a second. Just just go with me here. Be quiet one second. Here we go. Yeah. That's the oh, sound yeah. of the Moscow I heard cork I coming heard off the uh the bottle. Yeah, here's mine. And, um Did you hear that? That's the sound of quality. Yeah. I can almost smell it. We don't have, just so you know, this is not like an old time, you know, radio drama where you have a sound effects guy in the corner making these sounds. Any of the yeah. sounds you hear, they're real sounds. For example, that was a real cork. Uh, earlier, that was a real Frank. Uh, yeah, a real child. Followed by a real, a real Fletch. Child. Yeah, a real Fletch. I wasn't, a, there wasn't a. It was a real angry wife. <laughs> it was the machete. Not somebody playing. A lot of guys would have, oh, I'll have somebody play my wife. Yeah. And I'll have, like, <laughs> a, a, I'll have, you know, somebody who can do great cartoon voices come in and, and be frank, and I'll create a fabricated family. Right. And right. it'll be right. a faux world that I create. It's all, it's all for yeah. the podcast people. It's all for the radio, like Rob yeah. likes to say. It's not. This is real. This is happening in real time. Yeah. Um, so you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you're welcome. Is, uh... I mean, I guess because... You're experiencing. This is, this is us no, in lockdown. No editing. No editing. No. The only editing that's going to happen here is that I'm going to go back and record the intro song for Frank. And the uh, lockdown entertainment. Uh, and the lockdown entertainment report. Yeah. I'm going to go back and record those and insert those in there. It's going to be fun. By the way, see, this is what I like. Just so you know, you're discovering this podcast with us. A lot of entertainers would do the lame thing of planning and writing and spending time creating a product they're proud of and then putting that out there. And I think that's bullshit. Pshaw. Yeah, I'm Peshaw. not. I'm not doing that. I'm not letting Rob do that. We're not doing no. that. We're uh-uh. we're doing what they call in the business phoning it in, literally, because we're on the phone right. with each other, yeah. uh, doing this. Yeah. And and I think that's. I think you, the consumer who get this for free, are benefiting from that. Yeah. And by the way, this is a perfect time to thank the good people of Alpo yeah. for their sponsorship, uh, for yeah. a golden coat. For pristine teeth, for healthy right. gums, eat Alpo. And then if you have a dog, <laughs> feed them Alpo. Um, <laughs> if you just join us, this is Rob Benedict. I've got Richard Spate with Alpo's sponsoring us. Uh, and, Alpo! And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, well, this has been great. This has been a, this is a good one. I'm a happy one. about this episode. I'm going to say, so we have certain goals we like to put forward at the end yeah. of each episode Forward thinking, we call it. We call it our forward thinking segment. I'm going to pause right now so Rob can play the forward thinking segment theme song. Forward thinking theme song. Wow, that was oh, great. Robbie, nailed it. Yeah. Really Thank good. Um, yeah. So our forward thinking segment, last week it was, hey, can we can we try to not talk about poop for an episode? And by the way, mission accomplished. Yay us. Yes. Um, good job, sir. I know it was hard, so, I, I, but you did it. It was really, really weird. Uh, yeah. It, it was... You kept saying things that rhymed with poop, and I got tempted, like stoop, I know. Uh, chicken coop, <laughs> loop. yeah, loop. Um, so next week, if not next week, yeah, in some week, I want us to yeah. get a, get an interview. This is not going to be easy because we're doing this all by phone and the internet mm-hmm. with a man named Al Alfred Albert Poe, so we can actually have Al Poe on the show. Oh wow! Do you think yeah. Alex, our friend Al Al Calvert? Alcal would uh, would do it no, instead of in place of Alpo. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe guys named Al hang out with each other. Maybe he's like, oh, I got a couple Al's. I got, I've got Alpo. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not. I'll be there for you. (laughs) You don't know. You have no idea. Um, (laughs) You and your three children. I knew it. I knew it. Honestly, when I first, when I first, that happened to me, and I I saw it online, and my first thought was Richard's going to be happy. Richard's going to be excited about this. How dare you? I'm not happy. I didn't tell you because I knew it would somehow. I'm I'm not happy. Sweet sweet happiness. No, you know why? And you and I have had this conversation backstage a million times because Robbie and I have these personas and this this friendship that we bring to the stage and we we put out our comedy and we put out our our personalities. And then Robbie plays up his bit and I play up my bit. And then people will see us off stage and they're like, oh, Rob, you're so fragile and broken. And you're like, screw off. No, I'm not. That's a bit on stage. And they're like, oh, Rich, you're such a jerk. And we go, yeah, Rich is a jerk. No, we say, no, we're like, you're like, you know, you kind of like, hey, yeah. we can yeah. we can do our thing. You can't yeah. do our thing to us. Like our thing right. is a is a is a very well crafted, very well honed rapport that we've we've crafted on uh-huh. stage and uh-huh. then in uh, on the show we made. And so we have a we have a rapport that works really well. You can't then go and screw with that. So no. If anybody's going to put on the internet that you have an illegitimate third child, by God, it better be me. And it wasn't me, and that's what gets me. <laughs> well said. I'll take that. I'll accept that. And with that, there goes episode that, three. There it is. In the can. In the can. Can it off up, to Mike. the vault. Yeah, off <laughs> to the vault. Off to the vault to be sealed up and never released. Um, <laughs> listen, everybody, we're in lockdown. You're listening to this. You are in lockdown. I'm hoping you're listening to this in your apartment, in your home, in your condo, uh, wherever you feel safest, because that's where you should be. That's where Robbie and I are. We are nowhere near each other. We are in our separate homes doing this. Um, Never been more important to err on the side of overreacting. You know, you say, even if you're somebody who says, oh, the government's overreacting. Well, this is one of those situations where let's overreact, not underreact. So, yeah, let's. Let's not shake hands. Let's stay at least six feet away. Let's wear that face mask. Yeah. Uh, certainly, if you're going to be around any people, wear the face mask. Yeah, By just way, do it. I know it's it's, new, it feels weird at first, but just do it. Just do it. You know, so so did nipple rings, and then suddenly we're all into it, right? Am I right? Exactly. Come on, everybody. Exactly. Um, so I'm saying it's like the new couture. Now you're going to be yeah. a weirdo if you don't wear. I remember seeing kids wearing bike helmets, and I thought, what a bunch of nerds. Now, if you don't wear a bike helmet. You're the nerd. You got to wear right. bike helmets. You got to wear face masks. We want to keep yeah. each other healthy. We want to yeah. keep businesses open. Uh, kudos, yeah. as always. Ho- hopefully this will be over soon. Yeah, and Robbie and I like to, to tip our cap to anybody out there who's obviously, if you're in the medical field, thank you. Oh, if you're a first thank responder, you so thank you. Thank but you. if you're delivering packages, medical supplies, uh, food, uh, if, just anything to anybody, if you're delivering, yeah. if you're out on the road, thank you. If you are yeah. somebody bagging groceries or stocking grocery sales, Thank, Thank you. you. Um, anybody who's out there doing what they do to be sure that we all stay safe. I also want you guys to stay safe. You guys yeah. wash your hands. You guys keep your masks on. Um, don't fall prey to this 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 virus. And we're all going to get yeah. through this. We're all going to have yeah. a story to tell and a moment yep. to share. And we will be bonded by history and by experience through all of this. Well and our podcast will be part of the uh, part of the roadmap for you. Well, well said. Well said. Send lots of love to everybody. 
Yeah, guys, we, we miss you guys, and uh, we, we're happy for you. We're pulling for you. Everybody stay healthy. We want the same audience count next week as we have this week. So do what I you're supposed like to we, do. I feel like we need a send-off. What's our send-off phrase? Uh, do what you need to do. Stay clean. Stay healthy. And if you don't like Robin Williams, suck it. Uh, it's a little How's specific. It's a specific. Okay, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll how about, workshop it. How about, how about stay safe and... Stay cool. Suck it. Oh. Stay safe and suck it. Uh, <laughs> well, I was, I, right, again, I'm workshopping. I'm workshopping. Okay. I'm doing right, my, let's go with that. my Mark Maron thing. Let's go with that thing. for now. I'm going Mark Maron. I'm going Mark Maron because I'm trying to freeform. I'm freeforming, man. Okay. Let's do that. Let's, say, let's do that. Stay yeah. safe. Stay and safe. And suck it. And, and suck it. it, which doesn't, doesn't seem safe at all. It all right, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, thank you to the good people of whoever makes Mescal and Alpo. That's right. Uh, both of you. To get together and make a mezcal flavored Alpo, uh, we look forward to having somebody named Alex Poe on the show in the future. It might be Al Cow with a mustache, but whatever. Rob, thank you for having me as a guest on your show, man. I really thanks appreciate for coming, it. Rich. Loved having you as always. Anytime. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. Hey, hey, everything's great, and my guest is Richard Spade. Yeah.